Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Yeah, jump around, grab a rebound, and pump the sound. Hey, hey, what's up? What's going on? Can y'all hear me? I got you. How are you? All right. Good, good, good. My, uh, my headsets are acting a little finicky, but all is good. Uh, not as good as the – or yeah, better than the NBA. What is up with the NBA, man? All these blowouts. Wow. we gotta get we got to get some tight games. Well, you know, the injury situation going on the Celtics heat, series uh i don't know if we've had a game where everyone's been healthy all guys on on either side whether it's they're just out or they're uh suffering through some kind of an injury not just the nicks and bruises that you see towards the end of the season you know guys just just out not not playing at 100 percent and um i don't the west is that's that's been a very strange one Man, it really has just because uh, it was a very wide open, and then I think everyone thought the Phoenix Suns were gonna just be the toast of the uh, of the Western Conference, and it didn't happen. You know, Golden State came on so strong, and I think uh, the Mavs will get there, just not this year. They are overmatched, as you've seen, but. It's got to be you got to be happy though for a ma- as a master. Oh, you yeah. got to be happy with what you see. No, you they they surpassed it's, expectations. It's, no no doubt yeah. about it. What will be does, there? What does yeah, Luka need? Well, there I I think he needs to add some guys around him, some shooters around him. Um and when you have a guy like him that really is a facilitator, can score um, you know that that you see the other teams and what they have. Whether it was the Bucks last year, surround themselves with great depth, but really shooters, and you get that with the Celtics, where you have guys around Jason Tatum that can knock down shots. Outside of being a great defensive teams in in the Bucks and the Celtics and even the Heat, um, but I think that that would serve well. But yeah, they'll. They'll be all right. Now, the question is going to be, how quickly is it before the Lakers are back? How quickly, you know, can – is is what's going to happen with Phoenix? Can they put it together again and figure out some of their issues? So, Which they – yeah, they, they didn't look good at all. So, as optimistic as I am about the Mavs, you know, there's still going to be some competition there. Yeah. Uh, Pat, let me um, let me get your thoughts on something I heard yesterday. And since we're talking about the Mavericks, uh, we'll stick with them for a second. Uh, I, I talked to someone yesterday love that the said the Mavericks love love Jalen Williams. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I here's the deal. 
How does Here's he fit the in? deal with Jalen Williams. I've said that before. Well, I, I don't care what team it is. I don't care if it's the Mavs. I don't care what, what team it is. Jalen Williams gives you – think of the Joker, Jokic. He gives you a big guy that can that can pass, facilitate, is a great decision maker. He's going to become a better shooter. That part of his game is, is going to improve, especially when he – gets to the next level. Everything about his game is going to improve. And that's that. That's why teams love him. You can run your offense through him. He's a smart player defensively. He's um, Now his athleticism will improve. His footwork will improve. His understanding of how to defend will improve, whether it be around the basket, whether it be ball screens. So all that stuff is good. That's why everybody loves him. You know, and that's why he's probably not coming back. He's, he's get, I'm sure he's getting great feedback. From a lot of teams, whether or not he's going to be playing a lot of minutes next year in the NBA, he doesn't have to. You know, you look at some of the other guys, Moses Moody, and um, you know their their upside is is so big, and and there's no reason why not to start his career now. I think if you take him, it's probably going to be in the second round in those first two years, maybe. Maybe just first year. He's going to be sitting, you know, most of the time or playing in the G League affiliate and getting better because next year, you know, you hope to improve on what you did this year and you made the Western Conference Finals. And if Jalen Williams isn't hitting those shots, he's probably not going to get any run next year. No, I I, I wouldn't expect. I mean, that, that, well, you look at how, how many rookies this year are contributing. To a team that is is making a deep playoff run, uh, none of the teams left have a significant. It's rookie. because they're all they're, they're all freshmen. <laughs> they all come out. It's 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 much different than it was, you know, with the expansion of NBA rosters, with the two two way um, contracts, teams feel more comfortable. It used to not be like you know, fifteen years ago, teams weren't sold on then it was the d-league teams weren't sold on i coached in it so i can tell you teams weren't very willing some teams were some teams weren't very willing to send their first round lottery pick to the d-league affiliate because it was not up to you know, it's come a long way, and it's taken NBA teams to invest in it. You know, there was a time when, you know, not every NBA team had their own affiliate. They shared affiliates. So it was much, much different. So that's why it's a it's it's getting better every year, and, and players are more willing to play in the D. Before it was something like, well, you got to play in the D League or you're up and down. It's not like it used to be where it's, um, the facilities are getting better. All the training's getting better, and, and and those guys are treated a lot better. So, it's a viable option now, a much yeah. better one. Yeah, the Miami Heat are proof that the G League works because half of their team played in the G League uh, before a, they started it, getting rotation. Well, it only works if you're committed to it. Mm-hmm. The Miami Heat were one of our affiliates, and the Miami Heat, the Cavaliers were at that time. The Grizzlies were one of them, too. Who did you coach they for, were, Pat? The Rim Rockers. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 
I what happened to Wes? Did he quit uh-huh. mid-show? No, I'm here. Um, uh, it, so, it got a little loud here with all the uh, traffic. I mean, it, I mean, Bradford Marine is just ATVs blowing up, and so it was getting a little right. loud. And I was just trying to mute my mic to, uh, uh, you know, not there be a go, distraction. Bro. Right, but you know, you had certain teams that embraced it uh, early on, and previously to that, there were no affiliates. It was its own minor league system, and there were no affiliates. Then teams started to. Uh, the NBA did a good job of convincing owners to get involved in this. This will become something that is beneficial because if you get a guy that, you know, we had, you know, Grizzlies, you know, Lawrence Roberts, Anthony Roberson, guys who otherwise would would really just practice with the teams. They wouldn't get the opportunity to play, to play minutes. Uh, but it took a lot of – Really, a lot of relationship working with the NBA teams to convince them to do it. And then it got to the point where NBA teams saw the value and they were willing to invest their own money into it. It wasn't you know, like Larry Crane was an owner of the team. Now you have NBA teams willing to invest their money by the teams uh, and they use that. You know, you see a lot of uh, coaches, assistant NBA coaches, come through the D League, the G League, and they learn the system and they learn how to be coaches, and they do the same with athletic trainers. So there's a there's a lot of growth to where we got to where it is now, where you look at the draft and it's all freshmen and sophomores because you don't need anybody to come in right away because again you can draft them while they're young and develop them uh, and you get the space for that the roster expansion d-league op- uh, option for teams and sometimes they'll draft an overseas guy and keep him overseas which the celtics have, had done that a few times with all the draft picks they had drafting stash um yeah, and they and you can do that. It doesn't work as well. It doesn't happen as often either anymore. No, well, the Celtics just did. They had so many draft picks, so they did that. Um, but again, you have you know over the last fifteen twenty years, the draft has changed. Now, it is all about drafting on upside uh, because you didn't have that option twenty five years ago. You you had a set number of roster. And if you weren't drafting for your team and they didn't make the team, you wasted a draft pick. And not only that, if you drafted a guy, um, a second round or, you know, he had to come in sometimes in the second rounder and make a team. That was, that was another big difference, too. He had to beat out a guy. And then you get into, well, if you got 12 guys already on guaranteed rosters, what are you going to do with your draft pick? Well, now you got options with that. So, so really a lot has changed with, um, so guys like Jalen Williams, okay, yeah, he's not going to come in next year and turn the Mavericks into an NBA championship team. He doesn't have to, though, um, because, you know, what, he's 19 years old now, I think. I mean, there's not, you know, there's not many 19-year-olds that can play with, as a matter of fact, yeah, I don't know of any 19-year-olds that can play with NBA guys. Yeah, not not everybody is uh, Luka Doncic or Jason Tatum coming into the league. 
Where and especially a big no, man, and it's, you know, where, where you need that well, size, it, strength, it, muscle. And it's taken Jason Tatum and Luka. You know, those guys were talented young players in the league. But they weren't ready to lead a team when they came into the league. No. So I think that's, you know, really part of it, too, is, you know, you can – do you, you know, you get a guy like Moses Moody who gets the opportunity – to go to a great franchise like the Warriors. And that's just going to help him because he's going to learn from those guys, and he's getting minutes, but he's also playing in the playoffs, which is extremely valuable to see that. So it's a much better – I'll say it's much better for everybody now. Not that it wasn't it, – it, it just was what it was years ago. It's, it's just – I like the fact that they've spent money to create all these – more of these opportunities for – players and teams really and i'm of the belief that if you got a team that says hey we're going to take you you know top 40 top 45 you should probably just go and get get your professional yeah. career it's started to tell somebody yeah exactly it's tough to sell somebody you know now if you're oscar shibwe he may have been able to a little question mark there however he you know, again, his decision was 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 one where you know it was maybe based on something a little different. You know, so I, I think again, the options are good where guys can um, you know really have multiple good decisions to make. It's tough to make a wrong decision. Like it wouldn't be a wrong decision for Jalen Williams to come back. No, However, no. it's like why would <laughs> you know? I mean, the kids got. Uh, yeah, it started now, his career now, and it's not like he's going to be playing in, you know, the community center of, of uh, some minor league team. Pat, you got uh, 2-2 in the Eastern Conference Final. They've had blowouts, but uh, it's, it's a competitive series. Uh, how do you feel? Uh, it's, a, it's a best of three now. Celtics are back. Celtics? Celtics are back. Count it. Put it down, Wes. Period. Point blank. Next question. Okay, Celtics how do you like, are back. How do you like the matchup with the Warriors if you do make the finals? Uh, I don't like it at all. Um, I, I, I think the Celtics um, – I think there still is an inconsistency there. Uh, Tatum, who I is – he's – where he is now is off the charts. I just think every everybody around him is still a little consistent with, with Jalen Brown. Um, you know, Horford is he is he is what he is, but they the Celtics I don't think it'll be I don't think anyone can beat the Warriors. I don't think the Heat are gonna beat them. Uh, I don't think the Celtics are gonna beat them. And the Mavs certainly certainly not gonna beat them. No. I'd give the Celtics a fighting chance. They got they got some decent matchups. But I think the Warriors are pretty much the favorite. Yeah, there's no doubt. Well, the other thing too is, you know, if you you look at the health situation of the Celtics, still concerns me. Like at full strength, sure, but Marcus Smart is still not a hundred percent. Robert Williams, who's been playing well, not a hundred percent. And I just don't. I, I just feel like the Warriors, um, they're there, you know. And I think the Celtics are still fighting to get there. PB, we appreciate your time today. It was good to catch up with you, man. 
Real quick, uh, yo, LC from Sherwood wanted to ask you a question. LC. Hey, Pat. How you doing, buddy? What's up, LC? Hey, listen. Do you have any reasoning why the Lakers might not want to mess with Mark Jackson? I mean, has he got some luggage, some baggage in there somewhere? Because it sure seems like a fit. And I know you don't like the Lakers, but uh, I'm just curious about your thoughts on that. And I appreciate you taking my question, but thank you. Well, from what I understand with Mark Jackson and some of the things that affected his time with the Warriors, um, I think he was, and this isn't a shot at him, right or wrong, it's just I I think he was sort of inflexible at times uh, when it came to dealing with the players. I think he's very rigid, and I think he is, I hate to use the word old school, but but I think, you know, when you are especially going to be coaching a team with LeBron, who is is about a veteran of a guy as that's out there. Um, I just don't know if that's strong. He's got a Mark Jackson, very strong personality kind of guy. And I, I don't know if that's exactly what the Lakers uh, probably are looking for. But, you know, I'm, I'm surprised Mark Jackson hadn't hopped back in the league at some point somewhere. Hmm. Just I don't know if that kind of fit with LeBron would, would work. I don't know what you guys think on that, but it's the yeah, only thing I heard about Mark Jackson. If he's an old school of type of coach, it's it's not going to go over well with a team that's you know veteran. Yeah, and because you know Anthony Davis is going to need some time off every once in a while to you know how his his body seems to fail him quite a bit. Um. So we'll yeah we'll see. LeBron should just coach. That's a good idea. Player well, coach. That is a good idea. I mean, he's already kind of wanting to be the GM. Just let him coach it, too. <laughs> we, yeah, I know, right? we got to run. PB, thank you. Have a great All week. All right, boys. Be good. See you.